With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So I'm sitting in church this morning with my mom who came to visit, and what a great time to spend five days together with my mom. She baked her famous uh, magical disappearing cookies. Um, uh, she baked 450 of them, and within about three hours, they had all disappeared. <laughs> it's an amazing trick. Um, and we went to church together, and like I said, I, I, I had tears coming down my face. I felt like I, they were just streaming down my face like a like a fountain because I'm so grateful for that old rugged cross. Why in the world would I be grateful for a Roman torture device that crucified people 2,000 years ago? How can that move me like that as a 50-year-old man today in 2021? It's because of what God's done in my heart. He's revived me. He brought me back from, from being spiritually dead. And now I'm alive. And after that, the sermon came, came, came out and, and uh, it was so good. He was quoting from a passage in scripture that I'd like to share with you right now. And it's, you know, that passage, uh, I believe it's Matthew 16, Matthew 16. Pastor's sitting over here, so I'm in the hot seat. He's, he's going to be... Uh, He'll tell you whether I'm, I'm relaying the story right. But uh, Matthew 16, you know that passage where uh, Peter says to Jesus, um, no, no, Jesus says to Peter, who do men say that I am? And he says, well, well, that you are the Christ. You are the Christ. He says, uh, no, no, no. He said, Peter, who do you say that I am? And then Peter said, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. And then Jesus said to him, um, <clears throat> Peter, he said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. Okay. Nobody, nobody, um, uh, cornered you and, uh, and, and just pounded it into your head and argued into that belief. No one convinced you of that. He said, my father in heaven has revealed that to you. And then he said, he said, on this rock, I will build my church. Now he wasn't talking about Peter that he's building his church on, even though Peter, uh, his name is Petros, which means uh, rock or stone. There's a play on words there. And ultimately we are all living stones that build the, uh, the temple of God. He said, but that, that, that rock solid statement is the bedrock foundation upon which I will build my church. That, that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. And when you and I say that, when we confess that Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God, that's, that's, what, that's what Paul tells us we must do to be saved is to confess with our mouth that Jesus is, is Lord. And he said, on that foundational truth, I'm gonna build my church and the gates of hell don't stand a chance. They will not prevail against it. And then he said to Peter, he said, I'm, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And he went on to talk about what that means. And I've heard different explanations of that. Uh, and then, you know, what, what, what you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and what is loosed on earth is loosed in heaven. And, and, and he pointed out that, the, that, what that what the keys of heaven are all about is first understanding that it's not about the power to forgive people's sins. Right? Only that, that power is reserved for God alone. He alone is the sovereign who has power 
and authority to forgive our sins. That's why we place our faith in him and not in another man or a woman or a pastor, minister, priest, whatever. Our faith is in the God of heaven. He said, imagine you've got a a Ford Shelby GT350, 600 horsepower, just tricked out with everything loaded into that car. There is so much power inherent in that vehicle. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, go see the movie Ford v. Ferrari and you'll know what I'm talking about. There's so much power just inherent in that vehicle. It's all under the hood. There's nothing you can do to add to its power. You don't need a power assist on a car like a Shelby GT350. You're not going to open up the door while you're driving and, and start, you know, pumping your foot on the pavement to try to speed it up. None of that's necessary. It's all inherent inside the vehicle and it is, it's meant to be driven. And now imagine Jesus gives you the keys. To that car. The question is, he said, where are you going to drive it? And he was pointing out that, that the church and the message of the gospel is unbelievably powerful. The, 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 the priceless treasure of the kingdom of God the gospel of Jesus Christ is inherently powerful. There's nothing you and I need to do to make it more attractive, to make it more powerful, to make it more transformative. And he's giving us the keys. And the question is, where are we going to drive it? Where are we going to take the vehicle of the gospel that has the power to transform the world. And unfortunately, he was pointing out a truth that, that sometimes we church folk, people in the family of faith, we love to, to go hang out in the garage and, and, and look, at, look at the vehicle and talk about it and talk about how great it is. Talk about its power. Maybe start it up and rev it and hear the purr of the engine a little bit, but then, you know, shut it down and, and polish it up and just close the garage door so that it doesn't get dirty. When really, that, that vehicle is meant to be driven and driven fast. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to get dirty and it's going to get messy out there, but it's meant to be driven into the world. That is what the gospel is meant to do. It's to be driven into the, into the dirty places, into the hard places, the difficult places, into relationships, into our marriages, into our homes with our kids. It's meant to be taken to those who are in need, the sick and the poor. We need to take the gospel into broken places and we need to take it into high places. You know, people in Hollywood where, where I grew up, we're broken by affluence and pride and fame and the lure of the, the gifts of this world. And the gospel needs to be driven into there too because those people are broken. And the only hope that any of us have is in the power of the gospel. Man, that convicted me. I love that. 
You and I have been given the keys to the most powerful, powerful vehicle on earth. And the question is, where are we going to drive it? This is what, at least I'm, I think I'm trying to do through the American Campfire Revival is I want to drive the message of the gospel and, and I want to talk about how the founders of our country took that Ford Shelby GT 350 gospel and drove it across the Atlantic Ocean. Our forefathers did that, the pilgrims. It's in the form of the Mayflower, but they drove it across the water and others picked it up and they drove it into the difficult places of politics and school, education, churches, homes, everywhere. And that's what produced such unique blessing and liberty in America. So you got the keys, believer. Where are you gonna drive? Where are you gonna drive the vehicle? Great thoughts to think about tonight. Well, these are the symbols that represent that transforming vehicle that contains power. The wine represents the blood of Christ shed on the cross for you and me. The bread represents his body that was broken on the cross for you and me. <clears throat> it's important that we examine our heart God says, before we eat this bread and drink this wine, because we don't want to bring judgment or discipline upon ourselves by partaking in this in an unworthy manner. If you're not sure if you've come to a place of, of, of recognizing your separation from God because of your own selfishness and pride, your own sinfulness, hold off on doing this with us until you do. Because this blood was spilled and this body was broken to pay a very deep debt for you and me. And it needs to be taken with honor and reverence. God sent his son into the world to pay the sin debt for you and me. And when we recognize that we can't pay that ourselves and we turn in repentance to God, away from sin and to God. The pastor this morning pointed out with a great little analogy, he said, repentance isn't just a 90 degree turn away from sin, it's a 180 degree turn toward God. And when you and I do that and we make that, that complete U-turn, 180 degree turn away from sin to God and say, oh God, I've broken your commandments, I've lied, I've stealed, I've looked with lust, I've committed adultery in my heart, I've failed to love you as number one in my life, I've put other things in front of in front of you on my importance list, would you please forgive me? Would you change my heart? I believe that Jesus paid my sin debt. And I believe that he, he went into that grave dead and he came out fully alive. I believe that and I trust in him to save me. That if you'll do that, God will wash away your sins. He'll declare you not guilty. He'll change your heart, fill you with... The, the, the power of the message of the gospel. That's the same power that raised a man from the grave. And he'll grant you the gift of eternal life. And he'll use you to bring heaven to earth in this world. 
Let's partake of the elements of communion. This is his, bre- uh, his body broken for you and me. Let's take the bread and let's eat it and remember what Jesus did for us on the cross. This wine represents his blood shed for the forgiveness of sins for all those who will come to him by faith. If that's you, let's drink the wine together. This is really an an honor to share the Lord's Supper with you, a tradition that's been going on for over 2,000 years, actually much, much longer than that in the Jewish tradition, but Jesus gave that last supper and that cup and, and that bread, all brand new meaning in the new covenant. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.